Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co, and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family just by being here with me listening to this podcast you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true let's do this together Happy Friday! Welcome back to another episode of the Finding Fertility Podcast. So bittersweet to have you guys here, but I hope you're having a good week. Now, today's episode is actually some old IGTV clips that I did, like, I think almost two years ago now, but they're so good, and it frustrates me that this information kind of just sits in the abyss of social media. So it actually was over three IGTVs and I've put them all together for you guys. And I am talking about the book that changed my journey, Is Your Body Baby Friendly? And this is the book that really set me off to finding my answer. I just could not sit with, it's just one of those things, like it drove me crazy. And I truly believe that not only my drive to be a mother, but my maverick style and the fact that someone was telling me, no, I can't and there's nothing you can do, that stuff does not sit well with me. And I wish I could like give you guys a glimpse of who I was back. Oh my gosh, we're talking almost 15 years ago now. I wasn't this confident at all. Like there's no way I would be doing the crazy stuff I do on TikTok. You know, even selfies for me was a really big deal. And geez, having my own podcast and talking to you guys like this, like I just can't, I know it's hard, (laughs) like I know it's hard maybe for you guys to be like, oh whatever, this seems so natural to you, but it wasn't and I wasn't a confident person and I didn't think I was a smart enough person to figure all this stuff out. So when I picked up this book and started reading it, like obviously all the medical jargon was like way over my head and I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with this? But I started slowly taking it in and I saw out a clinic that was doing this controversial testing and that's how I found my answer eventually. I mean it still took me a really long time and that's why I'm here helping you guys to shorten your journey, get the facts as you need them, and coach you through all the ups and downs of changing your diet and lifestyle to improve your chances. Now, in saying that, some people still need medical assistance or choose to have medical assistance because their journey has been way too long and they, you know, medical assistance can speed it up if you are doing the right things to improve your chances. But anyways, I wanted to bring this information to you guys because I highly suspect that you guys don't even know this information was down there and a little bit of insight, maybe pick up the book. I talk about how there's a new version, a 2019 version of it and 
start exploring for yourself. See if there's like a missing piece that this book comes to light. This guy was well beyond, you know, the scientific knowledge out there and he must have gotten so much grief and, you know, a lot of the times people still do give us grief that we are linking these things together, that your gut health matters, that your immune system matters, that your thyroid health matters, that your endocrine system matters. It all matters for fertility we need to really stop believing that our lady bits are our lady bits and nothing else is connected which is ridiculous because you need all that stuff to have functioning healthy fertility so anyways without further ado let's get to today's clip i stumbled upon this book is your body baby friendly and i had a few questions about the book and i I realized I read it like almost seven, eight years ago. I didn't keep the book, I just like passed it on. And I don't really remember much about it other than the fact that it was like, there is something wrong with you, figure it out. And that's why I kind of went the route I did. I didn't just like get hung up on my unexplained infertility diagnosis. So I was like, right, I'm gonna reorder this book so I can read it. And they actually have an updated version from this year, so that's super exciting. So I'm gonna get the book, I'm gonna dive into it, and I am going to kind of, with my knowledge that I have now, share it with you. So I'm super excited about that. And yeah, there's a few other comments about, you know, women dealing with thyroid issues or polycystic ovaries or endometriosis and those issues not really being tackled and just like kind of thrown to the side. You know, those are all super connected to your fertility. So don't let anyone tell you that it's not. And don't let anyone tell you that there's not things that you can do yourself to improve the situation. Remember, like I am all about being your own hero and you have to definitely just fight for what you want because unfortunately there's a lot of doctors who don't believe in this stuff. You know, whether it's diet and nutrition helping you out or, you know, especially on the immune side, I know I got laughed at, like physically laughed at by an OBGYN after I had my first frozen embryo transfer, which was my first pregnancy and then my first miscarriage. Yeah, I moved location, so I was just like getting into like no new people and stuff and I was telling her about my journey and she just laughed and said, you know, that's not proven science. And I think I've told you guys this before, but I was like, look, bitch, that is, <laughs> I don't care if it's voodoo, it's worked for me. And I think now she might be like eating her words, but definitely in 10 years time, she's really going to be eating her words. And I just encourage anyone out there that's facing those kind of same negative, you know, it's not proven science, it's not real. Just because they don't believe in it, it doesn't mean that is not real, right? And, you know, today's like quackery science and discoveries are going to be tomorrow's norms. So don't give up the fight if you truly believe that there is something more and that there's something in all of this. Just keep fighting for yourself and find, you know, doctors and practitioners that will fight with you because you definitely need that support. This is the book I picked up seven or eight years ago when we had, after like three and a half years, we had a failed IVF 
and no one was giving me any answers and they were just saying, oh, it's just one of those things. So this book was, I don't know, stumbled upon. I must have found it on Amazon. And this is the revised version of this year, which is super cool. Yeah, it's been a completely different experience reading it now with all my knowledge that I have and what I've been through. And my husband was laughing at me because I have been like, making notes and tapping it up and uh, he's like yeah you definitely did not do that last time and i was saying like i must have been so overwhelmed reading this the first time because it like it's just like blows my mind now with the knowledge that i have and i'm sure some of you are feeling that way too one thing that makes me incredibly sad reading this book is that we're still being treated you know as okay have a miscarriage have another one and then have another one or have two failed ivfs and then we'll start thinking of doing other things and he you know says you know any kind of other medical issue you would never get treated that way you would never go oh have a few heart attacks and then we'll test you for some stuff sorry i'm laughing because when i i'm not laughing at us but that's just the way i am but um it's yeah, it's just really fucked up, isn't it? It's just really sad and I think a lot of people are feeling like super frustrated that they have to go through that much for people to maybe start looking into these issues, different issues, or maybe just telling there's nothing that they can do. The one thing that I got asked a few times about this book, is there ways to improve your situation naturally? And they do, they give you about 22 pages towards the end um, about things that could possibly help. He admits, now the doctor is actually dead, Beer, he's passed away. And so these are all kind of quotes from, you know, obviously when he was living. And I believe that if, I mean, obviously he was just head deep into discovering these and it's amazing that he's even making these connections where a lot of people are saying like no 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 there's no connections he was a true believer that the immune system had a huge impact on fertility and he definitely just went the route of you know drugs which is fine and he, but he does you know express that he does believe that we live in a really toxic world and those things can have an effect on the immune system but i don't think he was necessarily looking into linking diet and lifestyle you know directly to why those issues were happening they got zeta west to redo the kind of diet and lifestyle part of it and at first i was kind of like oh no because a few years ago zeta west wasn't really like on the same page as me about diet and nutrition when it came to you know unexplained infertility but in here she says she's changed her tune, which I'm super excited because Zeta West is like really influential through the whole, you know, especially IVF and infertility world. So I'm really stoked that she's kind of more on board. She um, talks about lectanes, which those are found in the nightshades. And that's why when you go on an autoimmune protocol for any immune issue, you are off those because you are having a reaction to these lectanes. So that was really nice to see in here. The information and the guidance and all that is still really general, which is fine. I'll just have to write you guys a new book. <laughs> 
I would say for all of the things in here, except your DNA being too similar, like I, that is just not in my realm of my knowledge. Um, that's a completely different study. You can't change your DNA, right? So if you're too similar to your spouse and that's causing issues, um, you would definitely have to use some kind of support on that, medical support on that. And other things in here, you know, I do believe that there's times where you are gonna have to use medical support and that's okay. But I would say for most of the stuff in here, you can either reverse or greatly improve your situation going into IVF through diet and nutrition. You know, it's all immune based and basically to make it super simple because it is not super simple and that's why it gets so overwhelming. Um, you just need to eliminate your inflammatory causes. You give yourself time to heal and your body to get back into sync. Now, most of these things in here are not curable. I'm not saying diet and lifestyle are gonna cure you. Just do it for a little bit and then you'll be fine. That's just not how it works, you know? Um, to get a little bit nerdy on you, you know, epigenetics, it's all about switching on and off genes. So you're genetically predisposed to these things through lifestyle and diet, you have switched off or on whichever you way you want to look at it the issues that you are having now if you reduce all your stressors get rid of them you can you know switch your your issues off let's say but you have to keep up the diet and lifestyle um there are certain people that can go back on certain things and be you know limited and have like a 80 20 diet and lifestyle and then there's some people that just can't so you have to find that balance the immune testing that he suggests is really expensive i know because i've done it is it worthwhile to get yes if you can because at least you know exactly what you're working towards you're not just guessing if you can't afford it or say you can't do it or you can't afford it in the next six months to a year um, and if you decide to go right, I'm just gonna make these big lifestyle and diet changes, I'm gonna really commit because why not? The time's gonna pass anyways. If you go to get tested, so like for NK cells, I would now not have high NK cells. So it's one of those things that, unless you do it now when you're like at your sickest, you're not gonna know. Now, is it worthwhile to know? I, I don't know, that's, that's for you to decide. That's just the path that I went down because I didn't have any real other choice. You know, I didn't have anyone kind of saying like, you don't have to do those tests and spend all that money and waste all that time and have two failed IVFs. You know, there is another way. I know it's hard to grasp and believe because it's not, it's not like IVF or a test, you can't just go, there it is, there's the answer, and here's my solution, you know, diet and lifestyle just takes time and you have to just kind of go in blindly and do it. So anyone who is like dealing with immune issues and wants a lot more information, like scientific information about those immune issues and their links to infertility, this is the book for you. If you want guidance on nutrition and lifestyle of how to reverse those immune issues, this is not the book for you. 
<laughs> but I hope that this conversation has helped people dealing with those issues. And he even goes over polycystic ovary syndrome in here, endometriosis, thyroid issues, kind of the more um, known. You know, if you have some of those issues, your doctor should at least be saying that is a big clue into your infertility. Um, if they're not, then that's an issue. And I really want to do kind of a third and last installment of a recap of is your body baby friendly and um, talk a little bit about why specialists and doctors and practitioners might not believe in the immune link to infertility and also why they won't use the treatment. I've been getting a lot of messages asking me what kind of drugs I use during my frozen embryo transfers and which were interlipids and steroids. I think that is the norm and that is what is talked about in the book as well for high NK cells. And I've also been asked about some of the more natural things that you can be using to help suppress the immune system like mushrooms um, and just yeah some other herbs. So kind of my quick thoughts about them. Do immune suppressing drugs work? Yes, they work. Now, are you going to get a baby out of it? That is to be determined. I think nature still plays a huge part in it. And what is also talked about in the book is when you're having these immune issues, your egg quality is being affected as well. So even though you are able to get pregnant on the immune suppressing drugs, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're um, producing really healthy eggs, which in my case was very true. And the supplements or kind of like the, the mushrooms, will they work? You know, I don't know. I don't really have any experience with those. I would say that if you are addressing your inflammation that is causing all your immune issues and then using these supplements on top of that, then they probably will support you. If you are just trying to use these supplements without doing any elimination of your inflammation, they probably won't work for you. So yeah, that's my thoughts on that. Also, in the book, there's a big chapter on why people maybe aren't in line with, you know, these immune issues and being linked to infertility, which we see across the board with, you know, when you're dealing with functional medicine, that the conventional medicine, you know, you're not linking the whole body in conventional medicine. So a lot of practitioners and doctors just aren't making those links yet because that's not what they study, that's not what they were taught, it's um, not proven science, there's no placebo effect in these things because everyone is so different and it's really hard to um, prove that diet, lifestyle, nutrition play huge importance because sometimes you know they do one study let's say on paleo but not paleo works for for everyone like in my case like paleo would have never worked for me even though it's an extremely good diet it's healthy um it just wasn't going to work for me because i was still having inflammation from other foods that are allowed in paleo and then some people might be deficient on paleo so it is a really big annoying 
mindfuck really I suppose um and the other thing that got brought up which I kind of never really thought about talking about but what I believe is um a lot of doctors and practitioners don't want to prescribe the immune suppression drugs that you need because there isn't really any studies to prove that they are safe for the baby. And I 100% agree with this. You know, even though I use the drugs because when you're dealing with infertility, I feel like you're willing to do anything. And I know I was, uh, rightly or wrongly. I'm not making any judgments and I'm not saying that you shouldn't use them. But I do agree with that train of thought that we just do not know how safe taking steroids and using interlipids are during the first three months of your baby's life. Now, on my second frozen embryo transfer, I did everything possible to help negate the side effects that could possibly be there for my child, so I drink a lot of bone broth, which the first few weeks were just painful, and I just had to find the right time in my day to get it in. I stuck to a very, very clean diet for me, and yeah, no nightshades, no gluten. Later in my pregnancy, I introduced, you know, some rye and maybe some gluten-free cereal when you were just having, you know, these hungers. I wasn't like a hundred percent, but I was so mindful, especially when I was on the steroids, that I was adding back in all the nutrients that I could possibly get and yeah help negate those drugs because you just don't know and no one can say you know even though we're being prescribed them it doesn't make them necessarily safe that's my little rant about that today and I hope that helps anyone thinking about you know finding out if they do have immune issues and then going forth in using the drugs or you know any kind of natural holistic thing you still i feel need to be putting in the work of finding out and eliminating what is causing those immune issues finding the root cause I hope you enjoyed that. You can find the links to the IGTV clips if you want to watch them for whatever reason down in the show notes and you can find an Amazon link to that book, Is Your Body Baby Friendly? if you want to get it for yourself. I really hope that this has um, helped anyone in this journey, whether you're just new to unexplained infertility or you've been in the thick of it. My top tips is always just keep researching learning, listening, reading. You guys have so much at your fingertips right now. I mean, I'm not joking. I only had this book and now there's like my podcast and loads of other amazing podcasts and people talking about this stuff. So there's loads of resources out there for you guys. So I really hope this helps. Remember, you can always reach out to me at monica at findingfertility.co with any questions or DM me over on Instagram. All right, have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next week for another episode of Finding Fertility. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.